Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, Anne-Marie is back with me. We also have Katie in the studio next door. And our own Megan is on the line from her undisclosed location somewhere in Limerick. And you're all very welcome. Good morning to you. And I had the dream last night, Anne-Marie. Of winning the lotto? <laughs> if only. If only I'd won the lotto. No, it was the dream of not being prepared that people get when people start talking about the leaving cert and you think back to when you did it and then inevitably you have that dream. Oh, I'm not ready. Oh, no. It's all over. You had the dream. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely. Genuinely last night I had a dream. Now, what I would say is it wasn't directly connected to the leaving cert, but it was that unprepared dream feeling. You know that thing <sighs> that, that, that happens when, you know... Well, when you're not prepared for the leaving cert, which was a reality for me Maybe as well. Maybe you just as felt you weren't prepared for your show this morning. Joe, well, no, no, never, never. Not with you producing it. I'm always prepared. Good answer. Good prepared. answer. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, so. yeah, it's. I know it. We've all had it, mm. um, and I have had it. A work dream as well. I've had that, and lots of broadcasters will say to you that dream where you're sitting ready to read a news bulletin and you're speaking and nothing's coming out of your mouth and you get into this panic and it's the same type of dream and apparently it's related to stress I think that you may be subconsciously stressed over something yes so but for leaving certain students I would say um, they may have had those uh, type of dreams some of them Um, but look lads you know it's a leaving cert it's an exam just do your best and I know it's very easy for me to sit here and say that, but there are so many options out there for s- students and people to educate themselves and go on and do things that they want to do. The other one that I think most broadcasters have dreams about are nightmares, but it's mainly because it's happened to them. It certainly happened to me is being late to get in front of the microphone mm-hmm. when you have to hit the top of an hour bulletin, for example, mm-hmm. and you run. And you read the first half a story and then you run out of breath. Yes. And you have to try and suck in oxygen for the rest of it and you can't. And you become extremely strangled. Yes. And I think we've all done that as well at some point on the air because we've made that mistake of running when something went wrong and you've run in and you have been in that position and it's awful, 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 awful. And I can hear Megan sniggering away in the background. <laughs> she's at the start I've of her been career. There. Oh, you were there. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Or, you know, you press the button to play out the piece and then you're like, <gasps> taking in massive breaths while you can and then go again, almost like you're swimming or something like that. So, yeah, I've definitely been there. Uh, my brother is actually doing the leaving search this year and I text my mom asking her, oh, is he really stressed? Is he doing okay? She told me that they're gone to um, a nearby town to get his provisional licence. So I think he's fine. <laughs> Good. And what would your advice be? Now, you have done the Leaving Cert reasonably recently, Megan, but with a bit of perspective on the whole thing. Yeah, I definitely see, say if you can stay calm, do. It isn't the end of the world. I think there's so much pressure put on students. Even from the minute you go into fifth year, I think we got this big massive talk being like, now's the time to knuckle down from the first day of fifth year and, this is so important and obviously there is an importance to it but I think this year especially there's been so much perspective and there's options 
for PLCs and there's options to go to college or not go to college and continue working or to take a year out and actually decide what you want to do. If college is still online, that's another thing that students are going to have to think about. So I think going in, just check, look at the time on the clock and try and stay as calm as possible. And if you have a plan going in on how much time you're going to spend on each answer, that's what I, I generally did. I knew how much time I was going to try and spend on each thing. Then obviously you go in and panic and that all goes out the window anyway. So it's hard to know what to do. Yeah, I was watching the original and it's an old movie. It was still a good one. It was on telly somewhere or other over the last few months, the airplane comedy disaster film. And there's loads of people saying as the plane crashes, you know, stay calm, stay calm. I think it's the worst thing anyone can ever say to you. The minute someone says stay calm, you go, ah, I can't stay calm. Stop asking me to stay calm. Um, Katie? I'm calm. I'm always calm. Cool well, you are. You are in fairness to you. Or at least you certainly appear that way, which is a good trick. Uh, no, it's, it's, all, it's all a ruse. It's all a ruse. <laughs> I don't think I was calm when I was doing the leave search, but, you know, <laughs> it's it, look, it's only, I, it depends how many they're doing, but it is only two weeks and it's just about getting the head down and getting through it and keeping a cool head. And that's, I think that's the main thing, staying cool. The only thing is that none of the four of us has experienced a leaving cert year like this current crop. Mm, so maybe we're true. not in a position to even have a sense of what they might be going through. You know, you had, will we have a physical leaving cert? Won't we? We had lockdowns, we had the pandemic, we had the predicted grades and then the chance to sit the exams and the mix and you could sit them all, you don't have to oh, sit them, you can sit you, the, the, the whole lot, Katie. Almost to one extent in the end, they became spoiled for options. But that too brings its own stress, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think I think if you know what's happening and you know what you're doing, that it, you know because during throughout the year they're probably thinking, oh well, it's okay. We'll we'll get in to do the exam. I can cram it. But then you know, I was thinking if I was doing my leaving cert and I was thinking that I was going to be tested at the end of it, I'm a world renowned crammer. So I was I'd be there, you know, at the very end last month and you know cramming. But then you know if it, if it turns around and it's oh it's predicted grades. I'd, I would have been a bit worried about that, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I think they just need to go easy on themselves because this is a year like no other and so was last year. So they'll be forgiven, you know. Well, I got a proper shock post-lockdown because um, when I was doing my leaving cert, I distinctly remember the family home. I used to spend most of my time looking out at a tree. <laughs> and if I'd been asked leaving cert questions about the tree, I'd have got an A+. Plus. Um, rather than cramming. And I used to hate crammers who were good at cramming like you. It really used to drive me insane because people would do that in the last month and they'd swan in and swan out with, with an A and go, what was the problem? What? what? I did yeah. a month. It was grand. I was the very same. You know, I, I hated it. I, hate, I agree with you. I hated that. And so I, I went home anyway recently and discovered that uh, the tree had to be cut down uh, over lockdown at home. So even the tree isn't there anymore. <laughs> It's like my leaving cert. <laughs> was that a sign? <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was a sign. Are you a crammer, Megan? Um, kind of. I am a bit. I remember the morning of my history exam being up at 3am, just looking at essays to the point where they weren't even words on a page anymore, and about three coffees in trying to stay awake. Um, I do try to work a bit throughout the year as well, but at the end of it, I definitely am trying to cram as much information as yeah. I can in my head. You, you, um, know, you know Katie's now thinking, boring, study during the year. 
Yeah, I wouldn't study. Kate wouldn't study at all. <laughs> no, um, Just cram for a month. Come out my exactly. ears. There you go, There's guys. no bother at all to work. <laughs> What's next among my Everest-type challenges? Um, yeah, and but the, the interesting thing for both of you, because both of you went to UL, right? Um, yeah. But if you wanted to DOS, I mean, that really isn't the university to go to, is it, after you're leaving CERT? Because... You know, they kind of believe in, in study and structure and, and, and exams and semesters and all that, you know, like, you know, some other colleges and some other degrees where you, you can loll around, certainly for first year. Uh, where, where there's a will, there's a way, to be fair, Joe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you, there's always a way around it. And believe you me, a lot of the students in Limerick, they have a great work-life balance. So, um... There was there was a there was a bit of lolling lull, lull around now on my end, I have to say, but uh, we got there in the end. It's okay. <laughs> Not Megan. It yeah. was razor sharp focus from Megan. I'd yeah, say. that's it. I'm just I'm so focused in everything that I do. <laughs> no, I think that college is different because it's a, bit, a lot more self directed learning, and you kind of you can make a massive effort for something or you can't. But there's also like we obviously so uh, self-directed towards the stables is it yeah no not at all i've never admitted that on air <laughs> listen we had some good times i found it campus. look lads it's here i'm learning just throw a book open take a picture of it for your instagram and everyone will believe you're a great student <laughs> and if your parents are stalking your social media they'll be like they'll be fine they're fine they're on that phone yeah. I, I really loved the way we all assume our parents were that naive. You know, yeah. it was a bit. I mean, the same thing was done pre-social media, where the books would be open on on the desk at home. Ooh, mm. Then you'd hear the door open. Oh, jeepers! Oh, yes. Mm, fascinating theorem. Mm. I was the opposite. I was sick and anxious and too wound up about even the start of leaving search year. And I remember my dad coming in and having a chat with me and saying, look, just do your best and had a proper chat that made me feel calm. And I remember meeting one of the friends the next day and he said, oh, I'm under serious pressure. Like dad's giving me grief over this and I'm not doing enough. And I said, oh, I was told to just do my best. And he went, and that was it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, God, yeah. <laughs> couldn't get over it. I used to, um, there used to be a nightclub in Limerick called the library. So I used to tell my parents I was in the library and sure that, <laughs> say no more. So that's that was a great, terrible. get that's out terrible. of jail free card. Oh, jeepers, Katie. <laughs> good one, that's a good one. Um, th- uh, there used to be a nightclub called the library. Oh, Lord, I, I would have considered that a very modern nightclub. <laughs> 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 compared to some of the ones that we remember <laughs> there used to be one termites jeepers <laughs> oh stop right well look that's great I mean I, I would say one other thing before we move on and take a break and talk actually about some of the TV recommendations that you have which is the one big difference this time I think in recent years is the options you know the post leaving cert options the other opportunities yeah. the further study obviously repeat if that's for you um, so, you know, that is so important. There was a time when there weren't that many options. Yeah. You had to back leave. in our day, there wasn't that. Mm. Um, and, you know, I remember even looking up media at the time. There was one place in the country I could go to at yeah. the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know? All righty. OK, thank you, guys. We'll take a, a break and come back to you. Amory, Megan and Katie are about to chat to me about some of their recommendations for small screen viewing. And Katie has been watching The Diren Project on RTE. Jamie out of the toilet. Cut. Maura. 
The line is in French. So you need to say it in French. I am. No, you're not. I'm not here in France. I'm here in Longford, Jay. What is up this lad's hole? Fine, I'll say it in French if it's so important to you. Okay, great. Take 18. Ooh la la. Jamie out of the toilet. In French, Maura. I said ooh la la. What word do you want? To say the words as they're written. I learnt it in English. It's too hard to go back. What did you think it meant? I thought I'm here in a stunning gold dress. I spray a bit of perfume. I say, Jamie out of toilet. Jamie walks out of Jack's. We shift the end. J'aime eau de toilette. It means I love perfume. Can I not just say I love perfume? Right, so that's the Duran Project. And uh, as I say, Katie, you were watching that and uh, lots of takes on the Maura Higgins character. Isn't that right? Yes. Well, as you heard there, she's fairly spot on. I don't think I'd be able to tell the two apart if if I just heard audio from them. So, um, so yeah, she is a couple of regulars. And of course, Maura Higgins is one. And then we have uh, Maura Duran and, and Dahi O'Shea, which are, she also hits on the nail uh, hits the nail on the head rather uh, quite well. So it's a sketch show and it's it's only a half an hour long and she has her various characters. So we have Maureen Dahi, as I said. Uh, we have Pippa O'Connor and we have Suzanne and Carla Jackson. And we also got a taste of Rosanna Purcell as well in this one. And she met Fungi in last night's episode. So it's all the Irish um, firm favourites. Right, which is a good thing. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of characters that to people will recognise from the real people. Um, mind you, it has taken a degree of criticism I saw over the weekend, you know, people calling it a bit patchy. And I, I always feel sorry for um, RT in this situation when people criticise their comedy because comedy normally takes huge resource. You know, in the States, they have 10 and 11 people writing jokes for shows. Likewise, in the UK, they put a huge amount of money in it. And a lot of what Darren's doing there, she's probably doing a lot of it herself. She is. I think it's herself and a comedian, Kevin McGahern. Um, a lot of people would know him as well. He's He's been on... Uh, I think it was Republic of Telly. Mm. And to be fair now, their jokes are pretty good. And, you know, we haven't had sketch shows on RT or maybe good sketch shows on for a while. We had Savage Eye, but I think that humour probably wouldn't fly in 2021. So it is it is a hard thing to get right. Because it was so politically incorrect on the Savage Eye. I, I suppose it might be. Yeah, definitely. Maybe by today's standards, I, I, I would say there people might have something to say about, about oh, I it. I think you're absolutely right, <laughs> remembering the series. So it's, it is, I do think it is a hard thing to get right when you are, I mean, she's taking off celebrities. So there is kind of, you know, there is wiggle room there. People don't mind that as much. But uh, it, it's hard to get comedy right, and especially sketch comedy in the, I suppose, nowadays, you know. So, but yeah. I, th- I thought it was, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. And unfortunately for RT, a lot of it is the criticism for things they've turned down over the years. It was our qualifier question today, for example, Father Ted, which was originally turned down and then made in Channel Four, become an enormous success. And of course, RT have played it um, many, many years since then. So, look, it's, it's difficult. I, mean, I think comedy is one of the hardest things you can possibly uh, do on TV or radio, actually, um, for that matter. Okay, so you'd give that a thumbs up anyway. That is the Diren Project uh, on uh, RTE. And uh, Amory has been watching something that's still available on the RTE player. And I saw it actually on the night too. It's Dear Gay. 
At the heart of his legacy was his unique relationship with the people of Ireland, forged more than anywhere on his daily radio show. And, and is she single? She's single. She's 30. And how old is he, did you say? He's 46. Do you feel that you still love him? Oh, I love him. And always will. This is sore, was it? How I fell in. I don't know what it's to drink or to bang it to the letter I got when I got in. She says, kiss your baby goodbye. You will never see him again. <laughs> Those few minutes, I will never, never forget. Over three decades, tens of thousands of people wrote to Gay, pouring out their troubles, their darkest secrets and deepest fears. And those letters have been conserved in the RTE archives. This is the story behind some of the letters that were written to Gay. I'm guessing you loved this, Emery. Oh, just absolutely loved it. And that last line really sums it up. It is the story of some of the letters that were written to him over three decades. If you're too young and don't remember much about him or know much about him, watch it. And if you remembered him, you will still love it. Uh, It's covering three decades. I found it fascinating just looking back myself at an era that I don't remember, didn't live through, and then remembering some of the stuff maybe halfway through it towards the end. Um, just his his take on being able to uh, click with, you know, the, the people at the time that needed a voice. They had nowhere to go. They were isolated. They were the women at home, uh, um, housewives, and they just gravitated towards him over time. And it became, became a major thing, you know, no social media, no other outlet. You've got to remember the context of the times. You had that put with a really good broadcaster, a really good listener, and you had this magic for 30 years. Yeah, as a matter of interest, Megan, now as somebody um, much younger, what, does Gayburn mean anything to you? Well, obviously, I know he was just really a titan in the industry and was so amazing at what he'd done, but I never really watched him growing up. Like, I didn't really, I didn't really watch that much TV. So, um, obviously, I recognised his significance, but this would be something that I'd definitely be interested in watching and kind of learning more about his life because he was so important. I think in the story of Ireland, he's so significant to so many people and so many people have a, like a special place for him in their hearts. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Katie? I agree. I, well, I know what I know about him is he was quite groundbreaking in his time. He put on things on the Late Late Show that maybe would have been controversial at the time. I know there was abortion and things like that. So I think um, just the fact that he's, he's, such, a, he's such a legacy... And everyone knows him, and everyone has such great respect for him as well. Like he's Uncle Gabo, isn't he? So I think I think it's something that that we would all be interested in because he's he's a staple of Irish yeah. culture, really. Do you know one thing? And I was an enormous admirer of Gaze as well. But one thing, Amory, struck me about some of the clips that they used, especially from his radio show. At one point, he calls a listener who you know who's called in, honey. Mm. He actually calls her honey. No, I mean. There's no way you're getting away with that in 2021. No, and you know what? It didn't feel out of place either with him. There was just that uh, relationship with him. And it was it was meant, it wasn't meant in any derogatory sense. It was in a warm, affectionate way when he said it. 
But yeah, you're right. I did notice that. And and he had that lingo, but it was all part of the thing, you know. So as it was, it was the time that they were in. Sure. Okay. So that's still available on the RTE player. And that said, Dear Gay and uh, Well Worth a Watch. Uh, and Megan is watching on Netflix, Feel Good. Hi, guys. I'm from Canada. I came over in a canoe recently with Celine Dion. <laughs> Hi. 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 I've never been on a date with a girl before. Do you like films? Do you want to kiss me, mate? That would be so cool. Now? Yes. I'm not seeing someone. I can't believe I'm actually saying those words. I feel like I'm, like, shaky and sweaty, and I feel like if you're not holding me, then I'm just going to float away. Now, May, your father and I want to know if you found a new narcotics anonymous meeting. A what meeting? A what meeting? So this is another comedy, Megan. Yeah, so the show is written by Canadian comedian May Martin. And it's a comedy, but it follows a recovering addict and comedian called May. And she's also struggling in her addiction recovery while also navigating a new relationship with a woman called George. Now, George isn't exactly comfortable with her own sexuality and it's afraid to come out to her friends. So there's like comedic elements to it as well, but it's also very kind of heartwarming and touching and tackles some really real issues. And it's actually based on the real May's life. She herself struggles with addiction and her sexuality. So there's a very personal element to it and you can kind of feel that while watching it. Um, It also stars Lisa Kudrow, who we know played Phoebe and Friends. That's another familiar face in it. So it's kind of, it's a very touching show. The episodes aren't that long. They're about 25 minutes, so it's quite easy to watch. And I think it originally came out on Channel 4 and it's out on Netflix now. So it's good because it has lighter parts to it, but then also has the real issues of gender identity and sexuality and addiction and all those sorts of things thrown into it as well. Yeah. I mean, since you mentioned Friends and the reunion, and it seems as though it came at a, a poor time for Matthew Perry, didn't it, who plays Chandler. You know, just stuff I've seen on social media since my sense yeah, we, is that he's go, he's going through a tough point in his life and, you know, he he, th- he was really thrust back into the limelight, wasn't he, as part of the reunion? I think he's had a really just tough time over the last couple of years in general and I think trying to deal with your problems in general is difficult but having a spotlight on you and having people looking at what you're doing all the time definitely can't be easy either. And obviously the Friends Reunion is something that everyone wants to see and everyone is so interested in what they are all doing. But it's important for people to be mindful about that. We don't really know what's going on in people's lives and celebrities are people too and they deserve that sort of privacy. And if they are struggling with things, they're only human. Anyone can struggle with the issues that they're struggling with. So, But I think, yeah, it probably did come as, a bit of an awkward time for him himself. The rest of them seem to be in a good place. But it's just hard to know. They couldn't really do it without him either. No, they couldn't. They had had to, obviously, for it to to work, you know. But, I mean, Matt LeBlanc, you know, looks very comfortable in his own skin. And, of course, that thing was sparked on Irish Twitter, wasn't it? The uncle, the Irish uncle. uncle I wonder if he know about that. Surely someone has let him know that that went on um, on on Twitter. Um, And David Schwimmer, I I always get the impression with Schwimmer that he was kind of going, this is all a little beneath me. But, look, they're paying me two and a half million, so I'll turn up. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, 
show a face for that. You show, you show, you show a face for two and a half or three million bucks. All right. Thanks very much, Megan. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you, Katie. Some great recommendations there. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.